and thanks for tuning in to the Path 11 Podcast. I am your host, April Hanna. At the Path 11 Podcast, we are here trying to deliver leading-edge research on consciousness, healing, and metaphysics. And just like you, we are trying to answer the big questions about life. Who are we? Why are we here? And what is our purpose? We hope by listening to our podcast, it will make each day you live on Earth a little easier to understand. And now for today's podcast. Hi, everyone. We have a really fun and exciting show today. I would like to introduce you to our guest, Victoria Cochran. She is a professional psychic, medium, and advanced theta healing practitioner, Reiki master, spiritual tutor, and an author. Um, We are going to talk about one of the very first books that she had channeled, and we're going to get into that a little bit, but she is also an author of a few other books that we might also have the chance to talk about. But I really love talking about this subject. Um, We are going to learn who the masters are, we're going to learn what it means to channel information, and just hear a little bit about her life and the work that she's doing in the world. So Victoria, welcome to the Path 11 podcast. Thanks very much, April. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, and you are from Australia, is that correct? I am. I am from Australia. I was born in Adelaide in South Australia and grew up in Melbourne and then uh, went teaching. So I've been uh, a teacher for over 30 years and uh, I met my husband down uh, in a dairy farming district. So we got married and went dairy farming and uh, then we moved to Tasmania in 1989 with two children I contain a load of furniture and a cat and a dog. <laughs> and uh, then we had another child over here and uh, we're not farming anymore. And I retired from teaching last year. And the boys are um, 34, 31 and uh, 28 now. So time goes so quickly. But uh, yeah, so my husband and I have been married nearly 35 years and still in love, which is a blessing. And uh, we love the lifestyle here in northwest Tasmania. My husband's a boilermaker, and uh, as I said, I retired from – I was a literacy uh, coach, and I retired from that last year to give my spiritual work uh, more focus. So that's what I've been doing, and it's been going really well. I was lucky enough or fortunate enough to be awarded the Tasmanian – Psychic Expos 2019 Psychic of the Year. So that's been a wonderful award to have this year. Um, But I I don't think it's really um, got me too many more bookings. It's maybe given me a little bit more credibility, but um, I like to think that my work and my ethical standards speak for themselves more. Yeah, well, you know, the book that I had the opportunity to read was your very first one that you wrote. And I think that uh, came out in 2013. So we're talking almost six, seven years ago, we're moving into 2020 soon. But what I find really interesting is here, you know, you wrote this back in 2013. And some of the work that I'm doing in um, my own practice of spirituality, different healing modalities, I am just coming to learn about many of the things that you were writing about back then. Yes, that's <laughs> um, right. <laughs> it's so, been in the mind for a long time and people are taking a little while to wake up probably longer than we'd hoped, but um, it's ascension is an ongoing process that um, will probably never go away and always be there, but 
uh, yes, it is. It's a bit of a, a work in progress, that's for sure. Yeah. So the book that I'm speaking of is "Raising the Energies of Mother Earth Towards and After Ascension of 2020," and um, so you start the book off by letting the reader know that you received an unexpected unexpected visit from a fourth plane being Shiva. Now, if anybody picks this book up and doesn't know much about um, channeling, but you know, you know how sometimes book fall into the laps of people that need to read it. Um, yes. How do you begin to explain how this book was downloaded to you uh, from these other planes? Yes, well, I guess I just need to start by saying my, it was my grandfather in spirit who taught me how to channel, and that was a bit of a surprise in itself. And uh, I, so Ascension happened in, in, 20, uh, in 2012, and, uh, but it had been uh, centuries in the making, really. But the, the way I uh, started to receive messages was at first I could smell um, – cigarette smoke around me all the time and it was my grandfather who'd passed away um, just after we were married and that was like 25 years later when I started smelling that and so long story cut short um, I started to receive messages from him and he's the one who taught me how to do that and then I met Archangel Michael and uh, and he's been with me all the time but I can bring anybody in but um and I, when I'm working, I always bring in the higher source, which is the creator of all that is. And I learned to do that very early on, way before I did theta healing. Um, so the planes of existence work. Shiva then was from the fourth plane, and uh, I was brushing my teeth and. Uh, uh, one of the uh, utensils on the bathroom vanity wobbled and so I tuned in quickly and there was this kind of goddess-looking creature. And goddesses are from the upper fifth plane, but this one was uh, – Shiva was from the fourth plane. And uh, as with Pa, who came in, he's from the fourth plane too, but um, we can – when we pass over, we can either choose to – uh, stay in the spirit world and evolve or we can reincarnate to continue learning our lessons and evolve on the earthly plane that way. Um, so Shiva was trying to evolve but at that time I was still with my spiritual teacher and she said, look, it's best if you work with the masters of light uh, and the archangels and with creator because when you work with fourth power, fourth plane beings they're, they're meaning well but they're also more likely to get you into ego and to give you some kind of false information so after that I thanked Shiva very much for wanting to help me but uh, called in the masters of light and uh, and always work through the creator um, which I guess we can talk about as well um, the reasons why um, I always advocate doing that. Um, and that's how it was. And so the first book, The Raising the Energies, um, came after a meditation that I did with a spiritual group that I was running at the time. And on the uh, 12th of the 12th, 2012, we uh, all joined uh, in meditation and actually saw the same thing, which is pretty amazing for 10 people to do that. And uh, what we basically saw was Mother Earth rise to a higher dimension. We opened up a portal with the masters and she kind of rumbled through. 
funnily enough, I don't really tell that story until the second book, which is Beyond Ascension 2012 Universal Truths, which I also brought out in 2013. Um, so that was pretty amazing. But really what we're talking about here with Ascension is a raising of consciousness in humanity of um, beyond serving ego and looking towards uh, oneness and unity in consciousness, which is from the third dimension up to the fifth dimension. Wow. So you're the first person that I've ever heard talk about the fourth plane um, beings and where that they may have some ego. Can you go into that a little bit more and explain that? And maybe can you give some other examples of who fourth plane beings might be outside of Shiva? Okay, well, the fourth plane um, is basically the spirit spirit world. So it's where uh, our spirit and our soul goes when we when we die. Um, well, our spirit basically goes back to the light, but um, all souls uh, come from that. We start at the fourth plane, which is the spirit world, and then we, as we evolve and we achieve mastery, we rise to the upper fifth plane. Um, the lower fifth plane is also an extension of the fourth plane. So when we're talking about the fourth plane, we're also talking about the astral plane. Um, and it's a big, wide spirit world out there. So um, depending on the lifetime you've had and um, how many lessons you've learnt already, the level that you go to in the spirit world uh it depends very much on that. And uh, when I bring um, people who've passed over from in from the spirit world, they're really just like they were when they died. Um, I've got quite a few stories of, of that. But before I go into the stories, um, it, it's if you were nasty in life and you've still got lots of lessons to learn, then you're nasty in death and and uh, you can cause a lot of trouble. And so that's where poltergeists and, and dark spirits come from. And so I always... Uh, I always advocate for people to know exactly who they're talking to and to never use a Ouija board or to just kind of open the door to the spirit world and then just expect to get, um, uh, you know, nice messages and things because you might but you might not. Shamanism comes from the fourth plane. So the fourth plane is very much um, the uh, plane of um, mysticism and shamanism, Reiki, tarot cards, um, uh, pendulums, uh, anything, any tools that we use like that will uh, be operated from the fourth plane unless we specify otherwise. And the thing with um, the thing with that then is that, uh, and also totem guides and and spirit guides and all of that, they're all from the fourth plane. But they can really. Um, for some reason, they can just really uh, elevate your ego. And so if you're coming from a place of ego, then you're really not coming uh, to serve anybody. You're just serving yourself and you'll be overcharging or you'll be telling a person they can only use your services or you'll be um, making yourself grander than you are. And even masters can do that too who are still not quite evolved can actually say, look how magnificent you are. And I've had masters do that and come in and say, you have the power and you can do all of this. Well, it's just not 
it's just not on. You know, it's just never going to help anybody. Um, and people who are who are um, going to practitioners who are an ego will suss that out pretty quickly. And um, and it's the energy of the practitioner which then affects the energy of the healing or the reading. And uh, and it can really muck people up too. Uh, can really interfere with people's energies if the healer is not in integrity and not coming from. Um, a place of service and so look even though the fourth plane um, can have some really wonderful magical healing properties um, the fact is that it's a lower form of consciousness and uh, every plane of existence uh, up to the seventh plane which is source or the creator of all that is has vows and commitments and conditions and uh, the fourth plane has things like um, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. Um, I, I have to give of my senses to be close to God and things like that and basically talks about a sacrifice of energy. So that's why um, people who do Reiki who are not connected properly or who are tuned in to spirit guides rather than angelic guides or the creator can really get zapped of energy or get really – or put um, darker energy onto another person and uh, it's really quite dangerous and so uh, to know how to connect and and who you're talking to is is really 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 important um i do know just recently of a, a young uh, woman who trained in reiki one and actually lost hearing in one of her ears um after she was attuned and so that that was that came from the fourth plane she actually somehow hooked into the shamanism of that and sacrificed her energy in exchange for the gift of reiki and that should not happen so it does you know it's it's a very real thing and it's so when i am uh attuning people to Reiki or when I'm doing any kind of tutoring and I do a lot now because I awoke early so I could help other people to awaken and to guide them I'm always teaching them how to go to the seventh plane to connect to the light and always ask for a healing uh, for the person's highest and best or a reading for the person's highest and best not the greater good because the greater good also talks about sacrifice the greater good's not necessarily for um uh, your own highest and best. If you think about the greater good, think about an ant colony where the guard ants will give their lives for the colony. Um, in the energy of oneness and in the energy of the creator of all that is, there's no sacrifice. We're all one and the same. And um, so, therefore, it's very, very important to know this stuff and not just start dabbling without really being aware of the vows and commitments. And even the archangels and the masters will talk about the greater good. And as long as you've given permission, everyone has free will and not even God can intervene on our free will without permission, um, they will take you to places that are probably going to leave energy, energetic imprints that are probably not ideal and um, if, if you're willing, they'll, they'll lead you places and to help the world and to serve but you've always got to ask, is this for my highest and best and am I, is my energy protected? And uh, so that's a lot of the work I do now. Hmm. Interesting. Now, so if 
if you don't mind us talking about Reiki, just because I can relate to that because I've gone through the training yeah. and I yes. do, um, you know, I'm a Reiki master teacher. But when I, when I was taught from my, and maybe I had really great teachers, um, yes. because when I was taught about Reiki and the attunements and the way that I understand that energy is really maybe no different than the seventh uh, level that you're talking about because it is it is from the creator's energy all that is encompassed you know in that that basically they say you know we are not putting anything into anyone taking anything out it's really removing the ego but it's just allowing that vibration and that intelligence that knows exactly what the person needs um, mm. to be able to come through you so yeah I, agree. Um, I do agree with you. yeah, yeah. But I, I do think that it, it, it depends on the uh, intention of the person and the energy of the person. And if the person's got low energy, then it's possible that they might not hook into that properly. Uh, it's just to be aware of. But generally, Reiki's pretty safe. And my husband uh, gives me Reiki all the time. Best thing I ever did was attune him to Reiki. And um, he never connects to the creator or anything and it's pretty safe but it, it's just to be aware of to always give your blessings and to say the reiki ideals and to always give thanks and and um hook into that pranic energy which is universal energy which is god's energy um but they do say that it it, it does come all that kind of thing does come from the fourth plane too and i i, I just think that it's the level in which your intention is and it's just to be aware of. So to be safe, I always just connect to the creator first um, because I'm just really pedantic about that. But I, I think you're right there too. You know, pranic energy, there's lots of different pranic energy and Reiki's only one of them. Um, I've got my neighbour who's a reflexologist and she just hooks into some kind of pranic energy, which feels very different to my Reiki, but it's still very healing energy. And I think with the love and intention of self of service and really wanting to help the other person, that's a God energy, that's a oneness energy. So it very much depends on the energy of the, uh, the practitioner and um, and how it's and the intentions behind it. Mm. Yeah, wonderful. So I know that we probably have a lot of um, listeners who are into a lot of the energy work. They might be practitioners themselves. Can you talk a little bit about how people like myself and our listeners uh, begin to understand and know how to connect with the creator's energy and maybe working in some of those higher dimensions when they are working with other people? Okay, so everything's with intention, really. So I always say with intent it is. So when you intend that you're working in the highest energy of the creator, which is unconditional love with no expectations, um, then then it will be so. And that doesn't mean there shouldn't be an exchange of energy because in spiritual law, Everything works on a flow um, of receiving and giving and, and equal exchange. Um, but Viana Steibel brought through uh, CD Healing in around 2000, I think, or maybe before. And um, so she has a way of connecting through the planes to the creator of all that is. But there's actually no patent on God's unconditional love or creator's unconditional love. So I teach different ways um, of really just uh, going to the light and um, 
through connecting through the chakras, through the breath, um, through the crown or just uh, imagining because not everybody has the gift of clairvoyance or or anything uh, or can see it. Um, but really it's just through intention. As long as you intend that you're connected to the unconditional love of the creator um, and that's all creator is. People think of God as sitting on a throne and being a man or whatever. It's mother, father, God. Um, all energy is masculine and feminine combined um, and divine masculine, divine feminine. And so um, it's just bringing in the light. If you don't see it, just imagine it. Uh, when you visualise it, when you intend it, you create it. So we're very powerful co-creators in that energy then when you're um, intending to create in the unconditional love, you're creating with no conditions. And it's very easy to create for bad as well as for good. So you really need to watch your thoughts and, and really have the highest intentions. And th then in that energy, um, everything is instant. So uh, instant healings are possible and uh, to manifest what you really desire is possible too and even desiring to win Tatsoto, we we, we're allowed to do that. <laughs> we're allowed to still, we don't have to serve um, and be in poverty to uh, to live on earth and to serve humanity and to help each other. Uh, we deserve as much, we're all one, so we deserve as much as, uh, to, to receive as much as we give. Um, but, yeah, it's really just through intention. And so grounding is also very important too. And so it's, it's as above, uh, so below, so connecting to the creator's light. Just imagine it coming through your crown and breathing it all the way down through your chakras and grounding you into Mother Earth and, giving blessings and thanks to mother earth and uh for her for her gifts and and then bringing it back up and just sitting in that beautiful light and when you uh believe it to be so and intend it to be so it is whether you see or feel it or not um so that's really it and you can do it in an instant um just just uh, a thought creates so just think you're there and you're there um, and so really we're so more powerful than we believe we are um, and the belief work around theta healing and there are lots of modalities that work the same um, Louise Hay you know you can heal your life her principles were the same it's just what you believe you create and so if we we can say something but if we don't have belief or intention behind it then it's going to be very wishy-washy and not stick so uh, belief systems are very important too mm. yeah um maybe can we also talk about the light body um i found it yeah you know interesting in the book yeah in the book and you know i want to talk about the megahertz uh, the vibration um and because you know i read in your book that it says the normal body vibrates at 390 megahertz for perfect health and that the light body which is our etheric body vibrates at a much higher frequency um, it does yeah so and who how do we know I guess first questions first, how do we know, where do we get that information from, 390 megahertz? Yeah, well, that just came through to me and there was, I have no way of checking that. So I just trust, you know, if I didn't trust what I was told and what I see, you know, trust is the biggest work for any work that we do. Um, 
in energy work or healing work. Um, so I've had to work a lot, a lot on just, you know, did I make that up or, you know, just just trusting that it came through. And, and so that's where we're connecting to the creator and then connecting to the masters, know who exactly you're talking to. It's a, it's a lot easier to trust what's coming through. So that's what I was told. But what we're talking about basically is uh, the light that is in all our chakras and the frequencies um, that are in our bodies. And we we talk about the seven, actually there are 12 main chakras now, but we have about 360 chakras in our bodies and they're, they're energy centres and, and wheels. Uh, chakra is Sanskrit for wheel. And they all rotate and vibrate at a certain frequency of light. And all the chakras are connected to particular organs in the body and um, also angelic rays. And we're infinitely connected through our chakras to the earth and to the etheric kingdom. And um, so if they're all – and then our our aura is around us and if that's whole and doesn't have tears in it and is not blocked with energy, then we're feeling pretty fabulous. But then it can get really blocked. We can get um, – our chakras can get blocked uh, through uh, energetically, through uh, uh, picking up energy from other people or through emotional stress and worry and actually worrying about um, whether we're good enough or, you know, um, having all the stress of work upon us. And, and so the energetic blocks can actually decrease the light frequencies and make us feel pretty tired. And then illness, of course, can um, decrease our light further. So the light body is when the the masters can bring in the masters bring in more light um, either through activations just through downloads or um, through a practitioner like myself who will use a pendulum to to bring them in or just to witness them coming in energetically um, and the more light that's in our chakras and in our body the higher our consciousness will be so it, it really we're talking about raising our vibrations um, so raising the energies of Mother Earth is raising all of humans' vibrations above um, just the normal frequencies of what's happening in their chakras. So we'll be healthy and we'll be fine, but we'll be thinking pretty much about our own little bubbles um, and not really sort of connecting to the greater um, you know, global concern about what's going on with Earth or thinking about our impact on other people. And the, the, the more light that comes in, and it's coming in anyway because of the energies emanating from Mother Earth and from light workers like myself and yourself, you know, working with Reiki, the beautiful energy and, and wanting to help people, that's all raising the energies um, and frequencies and bringing more light in that way. Um, but when the light starts to really come in and people are consciously aware that they want to raise their energies and frequencies well above the normal, then the chakras start to rotate and vibrate at a much higher frequency. But then it can leave the physical body thinking, what the heck's going on? And um, lead to quite a lot of physical issues like uh, headaches and nausea and dizziness and just feeling a bit spacey. And and that happened to me over two or three years. But uh, And that was, you know, back in... Uh, 
2008 I started. So it was, you know, I had a couple of years to go. We all thought Ascension was going to happen pretty quickly. But then, of course, there's a lot of um, interference and a lot of turmoil going on on the earth, so a lot of blockages happening and people a bit slower to wake up. And so now once people accept the challenge and say, hell yes, I'm coming in and I'm going to raise my frequencies and just let's save this planet, then it's like boom and it's six months and they're like, whoa, what on earth is going on? And um, so it's happening a lot faster now because we don't have the time. You know, we've got global warming happening and we've got um, all sorts of stuff happening and people just getting entrenched in the mire of if you look at the cover um april of my book you can see the mother the earth down below how dense it looks and then what we're looking for is using the violet flame and heart-centered practice and connection to the creator and all just being one and united and just loving each other it's not rocket science really Mm -hmm. um and that's what ascension is it's that raised consciousness of just we're all in here we're all we're one and the same no matter our differences. We're all connected and we're all having – we're ethereal beings having a human experience and let's just love each other and get away from all this ego and materialism and serving self and and uh, not looking after one another. And so that's the difference on the book. That's what that book – what that picture represents is moving from the – treacle-like existence of just um, worrying about yourself to the beautiful um, earth that we're, we're working towards is everybody looking after each other. But, look, it's a work in progress and it's not a linear pro- pro- process either. Um, and once you, you – it's not like you just reach ascension and suddenly, boom, you're there and you're all love and light and we're still in a physical body and we're still human and we still have the ego and we still get blocked up by other people's energies. And it's, it's a work in progress every day. And I can't say that I'm all love and light all the time either. So it's it's definitely um, something we can, we can be in the third dimension, the fourth dimension and the fifth dimension within – um, two minutes or even a sentence, depending on what we're saying and 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 the vibration of our words. And um, it's you know you can say I really hate that. Well, that's kind of that's a third dimensional thing. But when you say I'm really worried about that person, I hope they're okay. That's a fourth dimensional kind of thinking. And then when you're thinking we're sending energy to the world and it's just love and light and and doing all of that, well, that's fifth dimensional. We can we're moving fluidly within all of those dimensions all of the time. So it's it's a quite a fascinating thing to think about. But I'm talking about being conscious of our consciousness and really working hard to eat really good food, stay away from the media, not get entrenched in drama, don't get entrenched in in gossip, to actually meditate and connect to you guys because a lot of what's going on in the world is disconnection. Um, People get disconnected and then they just forget that we're all 
on this same journey together. So it's all about connecting to ourselves, loving ourselves. I always say the saviour of the world is for people to learn to love themselves. Um, I think if we all just really loved and appreciated ourselves without the ego, you know, to actually just say, hey, I'm a good person and uh, I deserve to be here. And um, I've been through a bit of stuff, but actually I'm really proud of myself. So how can I help you? We'd be in a much better position right now, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, you got me thinking a little bit more too about, um, I know that you had mentioned that you had won the award this year for Psychic of the Year. Um, Mm. And I'm just wondering, you know, as you're talking about working with the different planes, always connecting with the creator first. Now the spirit wheel world would be in that fourth, that fourth plane, that fourth yeah. dimension. Um, oh. Do you think? And I, I don't know. I'm just kind of speaking out loud and, uh, you sure. know, letting you sure. know my thoughts. But I'm wondering. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Well, maybe there's some psychic mediums that just, you know, when they're doing readings, they go and they connect to that dimension as opposed to connecting with the creator and then maybe having access. To to the fourth dimension but do you think connecting with the creator and then being able to connect to people in the spirit world uh does that change the delivery the accuracy of being a really good psychic medium i believe so it also protects you from um transference of energy we're really talking about um protecting yourself from conditions and vows and commitments from the different planes. We work, we live and work in in all the planes all the time. You know, I'm drinking water, that's of the first plane. Um, I'm breathing air, that's of the first plane. I'm talking to you in the third plane and I'm connected and to my guides in the upper fifth plane. I connected to creator in the seventh plane. Um, you know, we, we are holding a crystal, you know, we're living and working uh, um, maybe with plants. That's the second plane. So we live and work in, it's, it's a fluid thing. It's not like we, we go from one plane to the other. We're, we're immersed in them the whole time. Um, but yes, uh, basically, if you're connected to the creator first, that that's the biggest protection I can um, recommend from transferring energy or actually um, being invaded or or having sort of the spirit world stay open or anything like that. It's it's really about connecting to that light um, for protection, but um, also then um, to be, when you do that, you're taking the time to ask for an unconditional love reading. So therefore it's not going to be an ego. You're going to be uh, connecting with the highest intention. So, yes, I do believe so. But it, it's more about being grounded. I Look, I, I could have, I could have um, done, say, 13 readings. That's a pretty big day if I'm at a psychic fair and I've seen 13 people. But um, I could have seen 20 people, but I'd still, with every client, I'm grounding. I just find myself doing it. I ground down. I bring my, my energy up into the creator's light. I ask for an unconditional love, fourth plane reading for this person, for their highest and best, and then I remote view my energy over the person, and then I see the spirit world open. But if I'm looking for an, ange- an angelic guide, I do the same thing. So it's just habit for me. Um, but some people are 
we're always connect we're always connected to the light but it's with that intention and being aware of it you know it's like if if you um are a teacher and you know your pedagogy then you're going to be a better teacher because you know why you're doing everything um whereas if a teacher just goes in and does ad hoc stuff without really knowing her theories of practice she's not going to be as good a teacher so it's the same as with a spirit with a spiritual healer or a reader or anybody if you know exactly who you're talking to and what your intentions are and that you're protecting your energy but you're also protecting your client's energy and you're working in um, an energy of unconditional love um, and the highest intentions, yes, I think it's going to be a much better um, reading. Yeah. Okay. And and I just want to um, play devil's advocate just a little bit. Um, sure. Because you use the word, you know, protection and needing that protection and, and all of that. How do we know that that's just not a fear-based belief? Because if you believe oh, well, that yeah. you need to be yeah. protection or is there really commingling of the energies? But if you maybe also have a belief that you are always connected and protected to the creator, um, you know, are sometimes, sometimes do we go through these, um, you know, processes for ourselves because of a belief that we hold that maybe we could get harmed if we are engaging in the spirit world or have contact with that fourth plane, um, and then do we create a process just to make ourselves feel safer or is it really not a fear-based belief, but, you know, it is true that people can be harmed? Well, that's a really fantastic question. Um, yes, I, I think that's part of what you say is true and just I need to think about that a little bit. Because yes, we do create what we believe, and I. But I always believe I'm impervious to evil, um, and I. I don't do it through fear. I do it through uh, intention and just uh, what I've been taught to do. That's the highest and best way to do it, and and, and I, I. It's not. I don't think it's so much about the practitioner. I think it's more about the energy that you're then dabbling in, that. Um, is not always working within spiritual law and um, also the client who doesn't know anything about what we know about. So it's it's more about just ethical practice and making sure that you are taking those steps to prevent anything happening, you know. like. But if we're working with archangels, I always say to people, just work with archangels. I, I, I'm always looking for the archangel guide, not the spirit guide, because I, I just know it. You're going to get a, a a more accurate answer. So it's more about the energy levels and the vibrational frequencies of what you're working in. And also, look, it's 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 a big wide spirit world out there, April. There's a lot of um, ethical spirits out there who don't give a toss about. Um, anybody else's uh, health and well-being, they just want, they just, I don't know what they want. So, you know, it, it's just really about um, taking care of the client and making sure you're taking all the steps that nothing untoward can happen. So it doesn't come from fear, no, okay. it doesn't come from fear. But it's with intention, so it's just, uh, you know, just be conscious and conscious and really just um, 
everything is with intent and deliberation and thought and yeah do you know what I'm saying? I do. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, you know, what you're saying is 100% true. You know, intention moves consciousness. So, you know, what you intend, it is that easy, you know? It is. It's absolutely that easy. And it's frighteningly easy um, when you think about it. And uh, so, yeah, that's why it's so important to be conscious of that intention. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for this fantastic conversation. Um, I loved it. I loved every piece of it. Um, oh, man, I've really enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah, and I know that, you know, we only talked about the one book that you wrote, but can you let our listeners know where they can find you, you know, online, maybe the other books um, that came after okay. this, and then we'll begin to wrap yeah. up. That'd be fantastic. Well, I um, I live in northwest Tasmania, but uh, I work online. I, I've done um, readings and healings with people over Skype in Namibia and Giza and all over the place. Um, on Facebook, I'm uh, reaching out spiritual news with Victoria Cochrane. I have a website, victoriacochrane.com. I also have a channelings blog um, and I put up regular channelings from the masters, victoriacochran44.com. And uh, then my books are available online so you can get them on Amazon um, and most online retailers. So the first one was uh, Raising the Energies of Mother Earth Towards and After Ascension 2012, The Highest truth and that's the longest title in history but creator gave it to me and um, the second one was beyond ascension 2012 uh, universal truths the third one's um, messages from other worlds the alignment of the universe and and basically in 2012 on the 21st of the 12th um, I did a meditation where I saw the earth come into alignment with other planets in the galaxy and that was quite um, that was quite a momentous occasion, even though I didn't know it at the time. And I've done some lots of meditations of going to other planets. So that book's actually about other planets and how they live for the greater good and in oneness and, and everything. And I'm working on a fourth one now, The Book of Life, um, and it has a meditation with each chapter. I'm also online um, on Wednesdays, um, Australian Eastern Standard Time or Daylight Savings Time at the moment um, at 12 noon um, on Spiritual Events and Directories Facebook page uh, doing the Spiritual Wisdom Hour and I talk a lot about this kind of stuff that we've talked about. Um, so it's pretty easy to find me. So if you just Google Victoria Cochrane, I'll pop up. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. I'm really interested in reading book three. So we might have you back on uh, so we can oh, talk a little that. bit more because I feel like I only tapped into just a little bit of all of this wonderful <laughs> knowledge that you have. And um, I'm really, really interested in that topic uh, of book three. So I have a feeling our paths are going to cross again and we'll probably have you back on. <laughs> I love that. I hope so. Thank you so much, April. It's just been a pleasure talking to you. It really has. 
Thanks for listening to the Path 11 podcast today. I hope you all enjoyed this show. And if you haven't checked out our Patreon page, I'd like you to do so because we are going to start putting some content over there that is only for our Patreon subscribers. You can get content for as little as donating a dollar a month, and it could just be a one-time donation. We have other freebies over there that you can get depending upon how much you would like to donate. And again, it could be a one-time donation, or you can continue to keep your subscription on a monthly basis at that donation level, but I just put my MBT immersive experience, which was a four-day intensive meditation training in Tennessee with physicist Tom Campbell. I was listening to binaural beats, going to altered states of consciousness, having out-of-body experiences and life-changing experiences that I was able to bring back uh, for myself, for my clients, for my friends that was just out of this world. So if you would like to listen to that, I'd like you to head on over to path11podcast.com. You're going to see an orange button that says Patreon. Become a Patreon today and you can have access to that podcast. And I would like to remind you to head on over to path11productions.com and check out the membership that we have for the Afterlife Awareness Conference. We have over 25 hours of footage with amazing speakers like William Buhlman, Thomas John, Terry Daniel, Suzanne Geisman, Suzanne Northrup, Linda Fitch, uh, Austin Wells, just a few people uh, to name all that were amazing. These workshops are just so valuable. So I think that you would really enjoy it. It's also a great thing to think about to maybe give the gift to somebody who is struggling with grief. If you are looking for resources, this is a great conference to send people to to check out. And thanks again for listening today. 